Blog Talk Radio. Start winning is now, 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 now. Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? right, right, right. At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. You got to run the ball. Stop the run, you run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. Early, early. And you got to pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon, Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, The Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? But do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You're saying we're going 16-0, huh? 16-0, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You you know who just got the Messiah? Obi, the one and only, Shake Montana. Now, is that man with a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shake Montana.
What we debating about? What what you got? Um, so right now I don't actually have a, a main debate topic. Right now, I, you know, we're gonna chop it up on a lot of things because there's a lot of things that went by, um, from NBA off season to uh, I'm pretty sure y'all chopped it up Monday, right? Because I missed Monday. I completely slept Monday through. Um, I mean, we 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 had a great time. <laughs> I can't talk. Don't get me started on what we talked about. <laughs> okay. I, I, I remember. I don't want to keep talking about the same ish over and over, but it's all good because we kind of do that anyway in Cyprus. But I do have uh, today's press up with Joe Judge, and um, I captured that one in Matt Perk. Um, so Joe Judge's is the longest of the two. His is nine minutes and 45 seconds. Matt Perk is five minutes and 36 seconds. Um, so what we can do right now, you know, while the fellas is, or, you know, you know, whoever joins the show, we join the show, we get in there, but, um, we play this right here and, um, we'll come back to you guys in a second, man. You know what I mean? We're going to start off here with some Joe judging. Obviously we all saw you didn't seem too thrilled with what happened yesterday with the fight at the end of practice. Just curious, um, your reaction and if there's going to be any additional, punishment doled out for everything that went down well we'll keep all that stuff between the team uh i'd say in terms of what happened in practice yesterday the important things that we learned from it that we can't do anything that's going to cost our team in a game we coach in all aspects of the game to eliminate penalties whether that's enforcing you know holding on one-on-ones receivers and dbs you know offsides you know offense defense false starts whatever it may be listen the result of having something like that in a game is going to be 15 yard penalties ejections from the game and for players and coaches specifically fines so we have to understand that for everything you do, there's a consequence. And we have to understand our job is to put ourselves in position to win football games. That's our job. And we don't want to do anything that goes ahead and puts us in a position where that takes away the opportunity to win games. And what happened yesterday at practice would have taken away the opportunity to win a game based on the actions on the field. So there needs to be consequences. There needs to be you know, a lesson learned. And we need to move forward as a team and not repeat the mistake. Hey, Joe, um, I mean, at one point we saw Daniel Jones is at the bottom of the pile, which I imagine is not something you want to see. So I'm just curious, like, if you saw that while it was happening, what your message was to Daniel after the fact? I, I imagine you don't really want him around when that kind of thing's going on. But what, what was kind of your thoughts about that part of it? Yeah, the message of the team was consistent for every player. So we didn't want any player in the bottom of the pile. We didn't want any player jumping in the way they did. And that's why we took action immediately the way we did. Sure. Hey, Joe. Hey, Paul. Joe, um, you know, look, you've seen a lot of fights happen, I'm sure. Yeah, so up on us. Got to start, you know, with, with your perspective on what just happened out here. Um, so, overall, I mean, we're just a, we're a team. And, you know, we're just coming out here to do our best and get better every single day. And, you know, um, for me personally, I just want to make sure I work on my craft.
that's the right point in the Got the equivalent shade, slay, what does that like to do? Slay. Guess I got it up. Don't know what I'm gonna say though. It'll probably be dope though. Go for the Jaguar LRB. That's what it came to think. I know, but you gotta pay a fee. Can't gain entry. Simply. Nah. It's ready for four three. Don't even know what the four three is. Maybe four six. Like drinking a fifth. Looking at a group of booty getting a stiff. Took him in the hand. <laughs> stuff between the team. Uh, I'd say in terms of what happened in practice yesterday, the important thing is that we learn from it, that we can't do anything that's going to cost our team in a game. We coach in all aspects of the game to eliminate penalties, whether that's enforcing, you know, holding on one-on-ones, receivers, and DBs, you know, offsides, you know, offense, defense, false starts, whatever it may be. 
Listen, the result of having something like that in a game is going to be 15-yard penalties, ejections from the game, and for players and coaches specifically, fines. So we have to understand that for everything you do, there's a consequence. And we have to understand our job is to put ourselves in position to win football games. That's our job. And we don't want to do anything that goes ahead and puts us in a position where that takes away the opportunity to win games. And what happened yesterday at practice would have taken away the opportunity to win a game based on the actions on the field. So there needs to be consequences. There needs to be you know, a lesson learned. And we need to move forward as a team and not repeat the mistake. Hey, Joe, um, I mean, at one point we saw Daniel Jones at the bottom of the pile, which I imagine is not something you want to see. So I'm just curious, like, if you saw that while it was happening, what were your message was to Daniel after the fact? I, I imagine you don't really want him around when that kind of thing's going on. But what, what was kind of your thoughts about that part of it? Yeah, the message of the team was consistent for every player. So we didn't want any player in the bottom of the pile. We didn't want any player jumping in the way they did. And that's why we took action immediately the way we did. Thanks, Forrest. Hey, Joe. Hey, Paul. Joe, um, you know, look, you've seen a lot of fights happen, I'm sure, in, in camp and things like that. Sometimes it's a bunch of, uh, you know, over-aggressive young guys who really don't know the flow. The fact that this was, um, you know, certainly uh, um, triggered by a bunch of veterans, Logan Ryan, Evan Ingram, you know, does that make it more of a teaching point that, you know, you can't have your leaders do stuff like that? No, it's a teaching point no matter how it happens. To be honest with you, my message as a team is, the reason it happened is insignificant. The result of what happened is what the consequence is going to be. And we can't have that. We can't coach that. Again, listen, they're in pads for the first day, so there's obviously an elevated intensity, urgency, chippiness, but that can't carry over to having penalties and issues like that on the field. One thing I'll say is our offense and defense have been competing very hard now for over a week against each other. Um, this time of training camp, guys do get a little bit chippy with each other, but I'd say that stays on the field. When all of our players walked off the field yesterday, we had no issues carrying over in the locker room. There are issues in the cafeteria, the training room, anywhere else. You know, our guys are in here, and, you know, I wouldn't say we're laughing off the situation, but they understand that we're all on one team and we can't do that to each other. And the most important part of that lesson we have to learn is, ultimately, we have to eliminate bad football. Penalties are bad football. The lesson has to be we're not doing anything that's going to set our team in a position to be penalized. Hey, Joe, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Jordan? Uh, we saw, obviously, there was a lot of running and uh, push-ups that, that went along with it. Uh, can you explain why, you know, when you look at, okay, you have to suffer consequences, that's the route you take? There's a lot of people that say, hey, that, you know, that's college stuff, that, that's, you know, high school stuff. That, that's not going to fly here at the NFL level. Yeah, listen, there's a lot of different ways to approach things. Okay, and uh, in terms of fights, to be honest with you, my policy has been to get guys and get them out of practice. So that happened, involved the entire team. I threw the entire team out of practice. We had more ball to go. We had two more periods left in practice. We had things we had to accomplish. You know, those were things yesterday that you know, robbed us of an opportunity to keep preparing, that robbed other players of reps to go out there and compete. Um, so generally, we just basically end of practice at that point. We're going to go ahead and get our conditioning in. We had things planned for conditioning anyway. However, listen, when something happens, there needs to be feedback. Now, I've talked about this before. I know a lot of people out there questioning why are we doing this or that. Yeah, I got it. I explain to my players all the time, okay? When you get a 15-yard penalty, you've got to run that much further on the field to score. When you have a consequence of that where you have to run right away, that enforces that, hey, listen, I can't afford to make that mistake. When there's an issue with ball handling, substitution, lack of focus, whatever it may be, there needs to be some kind of reinforcement right away. It's not always running. Sometimes it is, you know? 
Joe, uh, I want to ask you about two receivers, uh, Kenny and his hamstring, and uh, how Kadarius looked to you in his first uh, kind of football activities there. Yeah, I'd say like any of our players, I've been saying with uh, KT, you know, we're going to bring him along slowly to make sure that he's, you know, moving at the right pace. Uh, we've had great communication with our trainers and strength staff along with him. He's definitely out there. He's doing everything we ask. I'm very pleased with the progress he's making. You can definitely see the passion on it. I know he's chomping at the bit to do more and more and more, and we'll keep bringing him along each day doing a little bit more for, you know, for him and to see where his conditioning's at. But I was very pleased with how he's been starting off. I'm very pleased with how he worked with our trainers leading up to this process to get ready for it. Uh, in terms of Kenny, he's actually seeing a doctor this morning. We just broke meetings a second ago. Uh, I'll find out a little bit more about it. I would say in terms of a worst-case scenario, I think we've kind of uh, avoided that in terms of dealing with it. Um, but we'll see what the timetable looks like. And, again, you know, injuries are different for every player based on what they are. So we'll have to see how his body responds and uh, make sure we do right by him. Pat Leonard. Joe, two quick ones, if, if you don't mind. One about the brawl. Did you have, did you have a problem with the – Logan Ryan's specific hit just seemed like obviously pushing and shoving happens, but hitting a guy in the back or the back of the neck like that, you know, is, is that a scary situation? Yeah, I would just say every time we teach our team in terms of, you know, what is or is not acceptable, we always bring it back to football. And we always bring it back to the parameters of the game. You know, if we have a specific tempo in practice, we're going to make sure all the players are practicing that tempo. And that was basically what a violation of was yesterday at that point of practice that led to an issue that became a bigger issue. In terms of the specific hit, instead of going through and trying to say this one is this, this one's not as bad, and trying to dissect it down, real simple. That would have been a penalty in the game. I have a problem with penalties. We go through every day with the players. I just got done watching holdings from one-on-one. I got done watching offside penalties, illegal formations. We're going to go through it every day with the players make sure they understand. So instead of trying to take each player a different basis of his hit wasn't that bad, this guy's hit was maybe a little bit worse, real simple. If it was a penalty, we have an issue with it. And just real quick follow, Daniel Jones and the offense really seemed to have a strong day yesterday. What, what's your review of how they performed and how Daniel performed? Look, I'm pleased with how the offense is working right now, and they have made consistent improvement. And obviously, there's a lot of plays they made uh, yesterday. I told you the other day, there's always going to be days where the offense gets the better of the defense, and some days defense gets better of the offense. That naturally happens through training camp. You know, there's things that happen through adjustments and installs, and, you know, some guys just come to play certain days more than other guys. Uh, but we've got to make sure that, you know, on all three sides of all, we consistently improved. In terms of how they performed yesterday as a unit, yeah, that's what, that's what we expect of these guys, to keep making improvement right there. And one thing about these guys is, you know, look, they do compete, and they play as a unit, and they play hard. And I think that's something, as long as we keep on doing that, we clean up the execution, we eliminate bad football, they'll put themselves in a position that we can have success as a team. Thanks, guys. We'll take two more, Duggan and Ralph. Duggan. Hey, Joe, I've noticed Cam Brown playing inside more uh, than at least I expected. Is that something you guys have planned, or is it due to numbers, and then how do you think he's done in there? Well, one, I think he's making a lot of progress. I'm really pleased with the way he's playing right now in there, and that's you know not a completely foreign you know position for him. He's had some experience in the past, but in terms of our system, it is new for him. But that came up as an off-season decision. This wasn't anything as a result of numbers. You know, we made the decision in the off-season to really work Cam with some inside stack and have some flex go to the edge for some pass rush situations. He's a guy that's got, you know, good skill set. He's got some length. He is athletic. He can really run in space. So we're going to try and find him a home based on the packages. And we don't want to limit him that he can only do one thing. And then we're going ahead and we're stuck that we can't get him on the field as much as we want to. So by cross-training right now on the edge and in the stack, that'll free us up as the season goes, as the packages change, the game plans change, that we have more people that are available to help us. Last one here, Rob. 
Hey, Joe, uh, two quick things. One, did everybody come out of the brawl okay yesterday, or did anybody get hurt during that? All healthy. All healthy, good. Um, also, you know, obviously there's a lot of outside hand-wringing when they, people see your language, they see you running guys like that. It's a little unusual in this modern day. Are you convinced that your players respond to you the right way, and what does their response tell you about them? Yeah, listen, we've had a great experience with our players. We've had guys in this program now for about a year and a half. We constantly communicate with these guys, very transparent. We explain why we do what we do. They understand that there's a goal at hand, what it's supposed to look like, and how we're supposed to get there. Um, I think by doing that, Ralph, it kind of makes the path clear and easier to understand. You know, you reference that in modern-day football, I've said before. I'm a little bit old school in how I believe. You know, the coach that really influenced me, you know, the one thing I've really learned from some great coaches that I have had the opportunity to play or coach under is they really reaffirmed everything I learned, you know, young in the game as a player. That's really about fundamentals, foundation. It's about discipline. It's about culture. You know, so in terms of the modern day, I know there's a lot of people have different ways of doing things. I know there's a proven way that works. And, uh, you know, we're going to stick to the base fundamentals of what we believe in. All right, all right. So that was the Joe judging. Y'all pardon me for the low low audio. I had to call into the show. Something happened. I couldn't get live and direct. But uh, with us, man, we got a few brothers, man, that I would like to bring in. The first brother that was on the docket is our brother, Eden Chosen One from the Bronx. What's going on, my brother? Peace, King. Happy debate Wednesday. Good to be back talking some doing? football. You know, a lot of stuff been going on in the NBA, too. To be excited, man. I'm just happy to be here as always. Y'all know what it is, man. Um, a lot has been going on in the last two padded practices. I can't wait to get into that. A lot of players' interviews. I know we can't get through them all right now, but definitely got some quotes. Yeah, I got, I got at guys. least two more loaded up. At least two more loaded yeah. up. That's what's up. You know what I mean? Can't wait to get through that. Got some quotables, like I said, from a couple of players. Also, man, um, it was a Real, real, real pleasure to see O.C., Matthias, and Justin in the building talking to these guys and influencing them and letting them know how serious it is. Tradition, like bringing that mindset of winning back to these guys and talking to them like. And just last but not least, before I let everybody else go do their thing, I really, really, really love Logan Ryan, bro. Pause, but... I love this kid's mentality. I love his attitude. I love his thought process. And if if he's one of the guys that you have queued up, man, the people are really going to enjoy hearing what he has to say. Now, the media tried to get at him by asking him a million questions about why he did what he did. He answered every single question from a negative media standpoint and turned it around into a positive thought process for the team, and I loved every minute of it. He's taking on the role of leadership. He's letting the secondary know I am the leader. Literally, those are the words that came out of his mouth, and he let the media know I am the leader in the secondary, and I will continue to lead on and off the field. We're tired of losing. It's time to start winning, and let's move forward. Yeah, I'm going to load that up. I'm going to load that up. Yeah, I All right, my brother. Talking talking my about brother. As well. I loved it as well. Peace to yeah. King. So, just I just was want to say, yeah, I saw that too. 
everything he said was accurate. Um, <clears throat> before shakes though, I just wanted to say the one thing that I loved what Joe just said is the fact that when you get a penalty of that nature, it is going to be 15 yards, and potentially you getting even kicked out of the game. But it'll be 15 yards immediately, regardless, going the other way, offense or defense. The amount of running or the amount of energy that you now exerted on that play and now has to exert further energy to either pass, to attack or defend, is going to get you gassed out, which brought up his conditioning and the reason why he did what he did. I love that. And I, I felt that message that shows that even if cause it's going to happen, they're going to get a 15-yard penalty doing something stupid. But at least they'll have the conditioning to still be there to stop it regardless of a mistake. That's the lesson that they, I believe was message sent to them and what they walked away with. But what up, Shakes? All right, all right. So we got my brother Shakes Montana with us. Pardon me, I had to go in the chat and realize who this brother was. We also got our brother Shakes Montana with us. What's going on, Shakes? Yeah, what's good, man? A lot of shit going on in sports, man, huh? What's up with y'all quarterback on the bottom of the pile? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's going Talk about 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 this 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 about Ain't nothing, man. Ain't nothing, man. Look, I'm gonna break this thing down for y'all, man. That's what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let y'all know what it is. You know, but don't believe the hype. That's all I'm gonna, I'm gonna start it with that, man. I, you know, don't believe the hype, man. I mean, listen. I, all that why he made a money, he made a money because he had a reason to. He, he gave, he had an excuse to, man. Look, first of all, he loved that mm-hmm. shit. We love this shit. The politically correct thing was like, oh, y'all know y'all should be doing that. But he loved every bit of that, the fight in his team. But he yep. got to be, you know, he got to be the top of the situation and act like he don't want to. But he, that's what he want to see out of his team. But he got to just look for reasons to, you know, to condition him, man. But, I mean, man, he ain't mad. He ain't here lay low. And it ain't about no penalty because he know damn well they wouldn't make those kind of boneheaded things in a, you know, in a game, yeah, you use that as a, you know, excuse to break down and, you know, give him some rules. Hey, man, don't do that. He, he, he. Because, but, you know, he ain't going to make those kind of boneheaded things, man. So, honestly, I loved it. I think he, I think he loved it. And, I mean, he had to do, keep, you know, he had to do something. So, it was, you know, he needs to have this team, so he had to make it look good. But I don't think at the end of the day he really mind. In fact, I think he really likes to see his team pumped up. They really imaging him, man, so. You know, yeah. I mean, you got to make it look good for the media and all that, and you even got to yep. say the right things. But at the end of the day, you love that fight out of your team. So I love it. Yep. End of the day, and, uh, this I don't football. Think, yeah, I don't think we need to look really much past it. I mean, even the players, you know, they, it's a wink and a nod, man. But, it's you know, yeah. it's competitive well, They just let you know how loud it's going to be, OG. They just put the pads yeah. on in that hat. Exactly. Yeah, man, but I, I loved it, man. I don't really think we need to even pay the pay for even, you know, it's not even that serious to break it down about why he did all that. Cause 
because he's supposed to. He, 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 you know, but it's really like, but you, yeah. when you get a chance to make your team run and get them in condition, you always do that as a head coach. I mean, come on, man. Our coaches right. to make yeah, OG, real quick, let me average. bring in this caller real quick. He's been, he been holding for over three minutes oh, now. Let me just no bring doubt. him in real quick, all right? All right, and we got our brother Louis. Yo. What's going on, Louis? Yeah. What's going on, baby? Louis. Okay. Welcome back, doing, guys. Louis? All right, nice to be yeah, back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We appreciate yeah, you, trying to find you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we back. Well, we back, man. Thank God. Well, anyway, you know, I've been looking <laughs> up all the uh, trade rumors and whatnot in the NBA and – uh, what's going with, of course, with uh, training camp, which is uh, now we got the preseason games. But I think uh, the Knicks might have got some good news, or maybe not, depending on how you look at uh, Kemba Walker's coming to my direction. Kemba. Yeah. Not Simba, hopefully, hopefully a healthy but Kemba. Kemba. Hopefully healthy. Safe, did you put Lou up to that? <laughs> look, I, look, I get no talk right here, and I'm like, hmm, I might <laughs> – you know, part of me is thinking, yeah, it's a good idea, but then again, I don't know. I kind of like mixed reactions about it. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into the NBA. Right now, Lou, we're chopping it up. I'm not sure if you heard a portion of that interview on the Joe Judge breaking down uh, the Giants first had it practice and uh-huh. they got into a, a scuffle. Well, let's just talk about the vision uh, I'm, I'm this sure year. Sure that that be last year. Say that again, I'm sorry? I mean, because you know, the a- the NFC least, I mean East last year was, you know, shall we say, pathetic. Well, I will say that that would be a, a, a old narrative, Lou, that you know consistently is used because it's catchy. I get it. Um, but aside from the shenanigans of what everybody wants to make out as broad, this, that, and third. Right. Aside from all of that, I love what he said about Cam Brown. Cam Brown is playing on the inside. There was some information in that presser that I enjoyed, that being one of them, especially how he's pleased with, you know, what Cam Brown is doing and the fact that that decision came from an off-season meeting that they were discussing and he seemed to be fitting right in with the plan. And, um, so I love that, and the yeah. NFC East will be the beast, and we'll be running over the Giants specifically. Specifically, it's about to just tune in, bro. Tune in, Lou. The Giants, come on, How are the Giants look to you this year? How do they look this year to you? You ain't about to, well, they don't give, I ain't about to fall into that trap, but <laughs> the defense looks uh-huh. great. <laughs> the defense yeah. looks great, but we still have Garrett, so I will take everything with a grain of salt, but I love the way Shep is moving. I love the way Slayton is moving. We even got people way deep on the depth chart making plays, i.e. David Seals. The wide receiving crew looks great. I think they on some CIA shit with Barkley. I think he's just a cage, a Tasmanian devil in a cage, already ready to go. Mm-hmm. And they just doing whatever they doing for us. I think you're going to see a much, much, much improved New York football Giants. You got folks in the building this year that has been different from last season's past. You got Hall of Famers showing up in trios. Yeah. Bill Sims was there today. You know what I'm saying? Folks is coming. Eli is already in the building, been in the building. You know, so yeah, stand by. It's coming. We are coming, sir. 
Okay. Who is this other receiver we brought in, though? We brought in a, a couple. I, I know we brought in at least one more receiver. We brought in a couple of players. Well, just, just for trying out there, we brought in Damian Willis. You were brought in, dude, OG? What's that, bro? still thinking about the kid, the Damian Willis kid. No, we, what was it Damian Willis? Is that the same? Yes. Who we, we talked about yes. it the other day. Can't body like a motherfucker. No, Andy Jones. No, they brought in yeah. the guy that they, they And they brought in Andy Jones, and they brought in a tight end, Tommy Stevenson. Yeah, Andy Jones from Miami. Body. Okay, but why? Why? Can't Don't we got no care bodies? But hold on. But that's what this they what, do, This is what kills me, though. This is what kills me. Why the fuck is we signing these players that motherfuckers sitting there going to end up retiring and shit? Like, why the fuck are you just sign over here just to retire and shit? Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, what, what the, the hell happened? Yeah, I was going to break him up, too, but... You know, he couldn't handle the practice. Not one state. player that with two. Old, man. Yeah, All right, we're going. Speak on it. Speak on it. Hold on. Let's take it. We go down the yeah, line. Finish speaking we go down the line so we're not, we're not talking over each other. Yeah, yeah. Shake, speak on it, and then we get right. the OG. Yeah. Two fucking people, man. You bring in a linebacker and this motherfucking, uh, who is this guy named again, man? I, I seen him in, uh, <laughs> we all remember him from, uh, fucking New Orleans. Uh, Davis. Davis. Yeah. Davis. Todd Davis. Yeah. This motherfucker gets signed and then retire. I'm like, okay. All right, whatever. Blake Martinez come back. I ain't I ain't thinking too much of it. Then I look at the fucking shit today and they say Joe Looney, retire. What the fuck? Why are y'all coming over here to retire? Get the fuck like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> okay. We just signed y'all this week. We were just talking about the news of y'all signing this week, and y'all gonna retire? No. I, I, I don't know. Cannon corn, boss. Cannon corn, boss. You know what killed me? Did anybody see his welcome interview and how excited he was in the whole interview process and the way he was just, like, blessed to be here? I know Garrett. I know the system. <laughs> I'm ready to get busy. You ain't hear none of that? That motherfucker mm, ready to go, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, yo, look it. at this interview. I saw it. I was jovial. Before I started bragging about it a little bit. like Loki I would use the word jovial. This dude was elated. I'm using all SAT words. I don't understand. Sure. That's what I'm saying. He got into SEAL training, bro. That's a Navy SEAL move right there. You go there super excited. Oh, I'm going to be a Navy SEAL. You ring that bell first goddamn day. <laughs> Quit. You ring that bell. That's what happened. He ran two laps. He ran two laps in the time that he was dead. You ain't never lie. Real quick, but LRP ain't never lie, bro. This man was talking about the spreads like, oh, yeah, I haven't done this since high school. And then you retire two days later. <laughs> Yo, Shakes, the dude said his body didn't respond the way that he wanted it to. In 48 hours? <laughs> Yo, your career up, ended in 48 hours. That's crazy, bro. That is crazy. Yo, my body did not respond like, the way that I about. wanted. Let me do some recalls so I can tell some people something. I don't know. Your man might have been an agent. That right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
Think you retired to go sell his uh, shit to Doc Brown. Yeah, go shit. sell some information and shit like that. Don't, don't be surprised. motherfucker. There you go, Black. There you go. Hey, yeah, I wasn't, man. you know, damn, damn, that could, that could definitely be it, man. But I, I don't know. Maybe these are your boys scared the hell out of me. Said, man, not only we running last, we out here wilding like a mug, you know. But yeah, yeah he definitely came in faking, man. So, but now you see that, Black. Now you got me thinking a whole other thing, man. That's some fucking shit right there, yo. <laughs> he, came, he came to camp looking grizzly. Joe Looney looked oh. grizzly. Hey, look, if y'all think... Bring the food back. Bring the food back. 
You crazy. Bring, we we, we bring the food out to be. <laughs> Thin as hell. <laughs> what is he blocking? <laughs> nah, he's not a blocking tight end. He is not a blocking tight end. I repeat. He is not a blocking tight end. Joe Shake. Joe Shake. Think about it. Think about it. I'm six four. Like, that is like two, two sixty, right? He is six five, two thirty five. Mm-hmm. You serious? Yeah, what is he blocking? Mm-hmm. He's blocking nothing. Can't body like a mother. I can't. <laughs> he ain't blocking right. the damn thing. He can't even catch the ball, sir. Yeah, I, oh. I, okay. Uh, Look, does uh, anybody uh, have the footage of the actual fight, though? Because I've really been looking for this shit. I, I really want to see this. Nah, nah they won't. They will never let him see that. Yo, they gonna, nah, you know what's yo. crazy? But, but yeah. listen, hold on, right? Can I tell a story? Can I tell a story? Yeah, like body cam footage. All right, so let me tell the story, like, from what I heard, right? Quarterback tosses it to, to Corey Clements. Next thing you know, the real peppers comes out of nowhere and motherfucking lays him the fuck out. Now, McKinney. I don't know if he still had, like, revenge McKinney on his mind. But, yeah, it was McKinney. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, they, they said it was peppers. From the um, reports that I've seen. Now, if it's McKinney, yeah. then that's fine. But from the reports I've seen, they said it was Peppers. Uh-oh. But, yo, I don't know if he had revenge on his mind, but they say they laid the boy out. Now, when he did that, said Evan Ingram got up and motherfucking tossed his ass on the ground. And motherfucking Logan Ryan seen that. Logan Ryan came flying across the field and then motherfucking knocked and, and knocked Evan Ingram on his ass. Then everybody just started coming in and brawling. Daniel Jones oh, ends up on the bottom of the pile that Gates, Gates had to pick him up. That, oh, that's Lord. what I'm hearing from the story. You said it, so, oh, oh, say it one more time? So, his his more whole time. voice is at the last paragraph. No, shake, break that shit down one more time. He can't. He's too busy laughing because he knew what he just did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you want? Right. What you want? The whole time? Damn, I fucking, I I'll tell you again. All right. Here we go. One more time, bro. All right. Thank Dan you, Dan Jones, oh, passes yeah. a, a pass to Corey Clement. Jabril Peppers or something oh. saying on here, it was Xavier McKinney. Whichever safety came out of nowhere and laid his ass out. When that happened, Evan Ingram Locked his ass out. After that, Logan Ryan came flying across the fucking field to knock out Evan Ingram. Then it became a brawl. You see Daniel um, Daniel Jones on the bottom, which Gates had to help him and pick him up. Mm. That's the brawl. Uh, hmm. Well, fuck it. Secretly got a problem. Why he end up on the ground, son? Why he on the ground? 
he could have been he could have been there scratching it out with the rest of the team, bro. He earned his respect. That's what I read. I read that Daniel Jones heard his his locker room rep. Read that part. Why you leave that out? Talk about right. Let's talk no LRP. LRP, let's discuss it. Because I know exactly what went down, okay? Because he said it himself when they asked him in the interview. They said, Daniel, do you feel, as the starting quarterback, you should have gotten involved in that? He said, it's a teammate thing. I saw my teammate going through what he was going through against the defense. And as offense, we're going to stick together. But, again, do you feel you should have ran into that being young scrappy? He rolled his eyes at the dude who asked him that and went on to the next yeah. question. Yeah. Check his interview. He ain't with it. He want all the smoke. Yeah, you know, Steve Tish produced the equalizer. Jones. Right. Jones. Jones. And I'm in there. That's right. It's a fight. And don't be hating, Steve. Don't be hating on the pizza. You feel me? Because I hear it in your throat. Pause. You know, don't you be hating on the back down quarterback with the shit. You know what I mean? Right. Well, he's going to be at the bottom. Eli, Eli would never be at the bottom of a pile. <laughs> First of all, he ain't even getting involved in that. We know what happened. He's on the side. Exactly. I don't mean to say he called the police. Eli ain't going to call the police. But he ain't getting involved. That's the joke. Tom, they're fighting. Tom, they're fighting. That's Eli. Tom, they're fighting. And no, you know what's so funny to me, though? Yo. I'm still mad they didn't show up to the press conference for Eli, though. No, listen, no. Listen, My bad. like you gonna sit there and tell Saquon, yo, you can't practice, don't do none of that shit, yo. But as soon as the fight break out and shit, you got Saquon out there running sprints and push ups and doing push ups and shit. Oh like, damn, <laughs> like this motherfucker can't even practice. But that motherfucker had that motherfucker get punished with the rest of the team. That's fucked up. Nice. That's military shit, bro. That's that's what I was. Yo, this, the media is pissing me off with this, and I try to go at their neck every time too because they need to stop with that bullshit ass narrative. It's not far fetched for these dudes to be doing PT all the daggone time, especially. And nothing wrong with adopting a military type style of conditioning and training when it comes to discipline. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers be on whole crutches out there doing suicides with your ass. You know what I mean? Just because you just because you want some sick call don't mean you don't PT with the division. Better get your ass on the damn ground too. Oh, I like to shut, shut that shit down, though, man. So that's enough of the man. Yeah. You know, that, these reporters, they need to quit, cut the bullshit, quit asking the questions, man, for real. But I do like the way most of the I'm talking about man, they asked Logan Ryan 17 questions yeah. with the same question, bro, to the point where he just was, like, you could see it. He's just like, why do you got to keep asking the same question just in a different way? I'm telling you that I'm with the shit. I'm with it. If it happens again, I'm with doing it again. I'll pay my penalties, my professional penalties. I'm ready to pay that. I'm going to show them the defense. I'm not having it. 
He's like, yo, I'm with but this yeah, shit. The, Why y'all keep asking? But at the same time, I'm with it. none of the players was crying about it, acting like they wanted to be mad at, you know, judge, judge about it. They wanted to try to get, you know, the players to say they mad about it or some shit. Everybody knows, man. That's what happens. You know, there's going to be some accountability, whatever. But, you uh, know, reported, everybody, man. everybody defended that shit. Everybody yeah. defended that shit. Shit, right? If you don't like it, we, you can go. We also got <laughs> J-Rock. What's going on, J-Rock? Hey, bro. Yo, good. Yo, yo. What's going on, baby? Chum, chum. <clears throat> we talking about the brawl for it all. What you got on that? Everybody's bummed. <laughs> what you got on that, J-Rock? Well, I can hear you. What y'all talking about? <clears throat> the brawl for it all. Talking about the brawl, yeah, the brawl for it all. Oh shit, that was good. That was good work right there, man. Shit, this football, goddamn it, it's gonna right. fight. Huh? It's football. That's a fact. Niggas is aggressive. They want they want to win this shit. At least it looked like it. So shit, I have no problem with that shit, man. You see, the more the more throwing left, right? Every fucking practice. How you feel about Daniel Jones getting busy with wanting all the yeah, smoke? You don't get involved in that. Yeah, it was no need for him to get in that shit. That's the only thing I didn't You don't want the quarterback yeah. scrapping? You don't, you don't oh, want him to be young one or two or not. He was in that bitch. He was on it. They was That's on the top fat of that. Oh. You see, but everybody would have been mad if his ass got hurt, right? But that well, didn't but happen. He didn't. Right. Let's talk about what happened. <laughs> yo, yo, they'll be crying right <laughs> now. Hey, Manny, we they'll talking be about crying that? right now. All right, hold on, hold on. You ready? I got a great question for J. Rock. J. Rock, does Eli Manning get involved? Say it again. Does Eli Manning get involved? Hell no. Hell, Hell no. no. And neither does Jane Jones because he couldn't fucking move. You know what I'm saying? That boy was sent to the pavement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that boy yeah. was a doormat. So he had no say. He wasn't trying to get into nothing. He was trying to get out of something. Yeah. Why y'all quarterback got body like that, though? No. Nah, we're not doing that. Man. Don't make it seem like he got body. Stop that. Don't do that, thing. Nah, you come on, son. Come on, keep it on. Keep it on. You know if you're at the bottom of the pile like that, somebody must have hit you bad or something happened. How you Let me tell you something. You too athletic for this type of shit, Doc. Nah, I'm going to tell you what happened, Black. It was a good idea with a bad outcome. You know what? Ain't nobody doing what nothing mean, to my people. Into the pocket? Yeah, yeah, no. He ran into <laughs> the pocket. That's what he's telling. He stepped into the pocket. And then the pocket stepped in the end. What the hell no, he ran up to the bro. <laughs> like they were thumping, 
and he ran oh, over there. I thought it, I he thought ran into the brawl. Yeah, he ran into the brawl and got right and got bodies. Then he got two more. All right, so hold on, your man ran into the chaos. Yes, the eye of the storm. Yes, bro, he ran into the, into the chaos. That's some goofy ass shit. I'm sorry, that's some goofy ass shit. That's goofy What the hell is going on with you, man? And and For guess what? Know, Logan Ryan let it be known in this interview to separate he earned his respect. Do y'all yeah. wanna do y'all wanna hear yeah. the Logan Ryan interview right now? Yo, please, bro. Yeah. Let, yeah. But he definitely, All right, everybody he please mute yourself. Actually, I'm gonna mute Don't take it personal, I'm gonna mute you. Don't take it personal. You know about it. Myself. Right? Can I say one thing real quick, Black, before you do that? My bad, J-Rock. I muted myself. I'm like, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Oh. Hey, I did not know Alec Ogletree was still in the NFL. That dude still playing? I didn't know that either. What, what team? He just got yeah, he just, signed, he just signed to Chicago. Yeah. Oh, right back. All right, that's what's up. Yeah. That's it. Go ahead. Shout out to my son. Yeah, yeah, that's your son. For real, for real. What happened there? I had a competitive practice. Uh, guys getting after it. Uh, first day of pads, gets physical, gets chippy. Obviously can't have penalties. It's unfortunate. But uh, I think everyone's protecting their sides and uh, just try to establish physicality the first day. But we got to keep it, you know, within rules. Yeah. Have you seen Joe Judge that angry before? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So the, yeah, I, I have seen my uh, six years with Joe Judge in my career. I've seen him angry a couple times. Logan, do you? Re- I know you're defending your teammates, but do you regret kind of hitting a guy in the back like that? I mean, isn't that kind of the way some guys can get hurt? Um, I regret any penalty. You know, if I would have cost my team any yards, I regret that. Have you ever had a coach line the team up to do push-ups and run gashes like that after a fight breaks out like that? Has that ever happened to you? Uh, yeah. Was it Joe? Huh? Was it Joe in New England? It was in New England, yeah. I mean, look, guys, not my first time running laps at practice. Not my first time having punishments at practice. I mean, I've been coached by some pretty tough coaches in my career, and uh, I don't think Joe's reinventing the wheel with uh, running laps for penalties or gashes. Just uh, you got to be more disciplined. Logan, how does how does this team move on from this? I mean, yeah, you guys are going to be in the same locker room. Be great, man. It's football, you know. It's a physical sport. If you're not, if you're not, you know, tough or chippy, you know, I don't know if you can play at this level. So it's football. Everything there is in between the lines, and we'll pay our, you know, pay our dues. But I mean, we're great. Uh, me, Evan, uh, we're locker buddies, you know. So we'll be fine. Whoever else is involved, you know, I think Daniel Jones might have jumped in there. I think everyone respects Daniel. So I mean, this stuff. I mean, you might write about it, I'm sure, but this is a, this is a football team. Um, and practice gets physical and chippy, but everything is uh, is left in between the lines for sure. I was at the bottom of the bottom of the pile, so I didn't. I don't know anything that happened after me. Um, I was just trying to defend my teammate, um, and you know, at the end of the day, I'm defend my teammates, and I'm going to try to do it within the rules of the game. But first and foremost. I mean, I'm going to defend my guys. That's my job as a leader on this team, just like it's Daniel's job, just like it's a lot of our jobs. I'm sure Saquon would have hopped in there if he was, you know, if they cleared him to. I don't know if he might have hopped in there. I don't know. But um, I'm okay with guys who are willing to, 
you know, respect each other because right now we're against each other, but when another opponent comes in here, hopefully we'll be on the same side. Would that end a shot? I got to look at the replay. I got to talk to the rest. Do you regret that you hit behind them? I'm going to pay my punishments. I don't regret anything I did out there. I was protecting my guys, so at the end of the day, I'm a grown man, and uh, I pay my dues. That's what this league's about. Did you ever see anything like this in regards to the running afterwards? Yeah, I have. I have seen stuff like this before. Uh, I've, see, I've seen I've seen stuff. I've seen some uh, training in fights. to that extent, like in regards to the running afterwards, the, the judge, Joe's uh, penalty for you guys. Uh, yeah, I have. We heard one word repeatedly from Joe from a distance, but what was his message to you guys when he pulled it all together? Um, you know, there's consequences for penalties, and we're a team all together. So we broke it down as a team. Everyone who had differences, you know, said they're good. I mean, I don't wish for any more train, uh, training camp fights, but it's not my first training camp fight. Um, it's not my tenth, not mine personally, but not on a team. I've, it's training camp, fellas. Like, there's going to be some, some animosity between the sides, but I think it's it's all well and good at the sport. Daniel said he, he believes that whatever Joe said, he got his point across to everyone that was out there. Do you feel the same way? 100%. Joe's the leader of this team. He's got everyone respect, and what he says goes. And uh, um, he definitely, I mean, we're a team. I think you ask anybody in that locker room, we're, we're united. We're, we're, um, we're happy to be teammates. And looking back at it, I understand what everyone was doing in that situation, and I think people are respect. Uh, protecting what they thought was done wrong. Was that a record for half for from Joe? Uh, um, I don't want to. Yeah, it was a lot. I, it was. It was a lot. I'm happy my kids weren't at this practice today. <laughs> Logan, can something like that threaten team unity, or from your experience, when it happens, does it bring teams together? Or is it like you have the decision now where it goes? We had Kiwi, Justin Tuck, and OC Miura come speak to us yesterday. And they talked about how great teams, they respect, they take the identity of their head coach, which is Joe Judge, which was Tom Coughlin, but the players run the locker room. So if me, Evan Ingram, Saquon, Jabril Peppers, Daniel Jones, um, if we want to stay together, the team's going to stay together. And I'm sitting here right now as a leader on the team, Blake Martinez as well, James Bradbury, we're fine, we're together. But players got to take ownership. Players are tired of losing games around here. The fan base is tired. Us players are tired. Management gave us an opportunity to give us better roster this year. They allocated the funds to it, and uh, we're coming out and competing. But we got respect for each other, 100%. But we're going to protect our sides. We're going to compete. So if our nucleus, if our quick key veterans are together, the locker room will follow, just like the great defensive linemen and the great linebackers and the great leaders of this team in the past. You don't think they had chippiness about them? You don't think they had griminess about them? We play in New Jersey, man. So there's going to be some chippiness. There's going to be some griminess but we're leaving it within the lines. And I'll take a team like that. I'll take a team like that every single day. And I told the secondary, I'm their leader, and I'm going to protect them if I feel like something's wrong, and I'll take my punishment like a man. But uh, there's no bad blood. Me and Evan, we're close, and we're going to push each other to, to both be great players. He's a tough tight end to cover, um, and I'm trying to make him concentrate each and every play, and I'm going to try to make it the hardest day of his life every single day out here, and Daniel. I'm trying to make it hard on those guys. So, um, And they're making me better, too, as a safety. So you will take two more to you when you go back in there. What do you want to eat for lunch? I view every day as a great opportunity. I think as a leader, i got to come in with certain energy. I think it's not only my job to, uh, to, to do my job, but I think it's my job to pick other people up around here. 
with some experience under my belt, with some Super Bowls under my belt. Sometimes guys look at me um, to, to bring the juice a little bit on my side and in the locker room side. And um, as long as they respect me, um, then I'm doing the, doing the right job. So um, I view each and every day as I look, we're in full pads tomorrow. So I'm excited to see how we come out and we can lead into tomorrow, have a cleaner day out here. But it was definitely physical today. The offense moved us off the ball a little bit. They had, in my opinion, their best day um, today. So we get to get them back tomorrow. But we're all giants. We're all giants. And whoever comes in here this year, hopefully we have a home field advantage with the fans. And we're going to be a chippy, grimy group. If I learned anything from those those veterans who came in yesterday and spoke about winning Super Bowls, you need a tough tough locker room. And I've been in a couple of tough locker rooms. I've won a couple of Super Bowls, and I know what it takes. And I know what those training camps were like. So like I said, it wasn't my first time part of a training camp fight. It wasn't my first lap. It wasn't my first F-bomb, my first push-up. I've been in this for quite some time. It's just um, it's not necessary all the time, but I understand there was a lot of passion out there, and I'll take passion. Love it. So um, I love it. Let me go. Let me go first, bro. Please. <laughs> let me go first on this one, bro. Jersey yeah. grimy. What? <laughs> yo, bro. Grimy. Yo, it, yo, it is, it he is. is yo, he's becoming one of my favorites, bro. Like, I think That's he's a fan son. favorite now. That's when my you, son, boy. Yo, at the Saquon, I believe. On this team is Logan Ryan now. Yeah, you know I'm saying like okay. when you come and you talk about fan, fan favorite show, like that that mm. interview was awesome, man. That yo, yo, was Shane, awesome. The moment I heard it, I wrote in our room in the text that yo, I love that dude. No pause. I love that dude, bro. I haven't heard somebody talk like that <laughs> in years. Act like that yeah. in years. I hope and keep it real. I like hope that. he does retire. I hope he does retire as a giant. I know he signed a three-year contract, a but yeah, I, I hope I hope he, he retires a giant. That's that giant game right too. We gotta start winning, bro. We can't we can't keep losing. We ain't winning. That's that Antrell Roll attitude, bro. Sam Madison. It's even more right. than that, though. Yeah. But, yeah, like, just the leadership, man, just the leadership that he's just taking upon himself. Mm-hmm. And, and we mm-hmm. all know these, these locker rooms, right? We all, Like, I mean, we probably ain't all played organized football, but we all know how it goes. You know, if somebody done won a championship somewhere else, you know what I'm saying, we all play sports. If somebody won a championship somewhere else, you know, you know what I mean, that glow. You know what I mean? They got that shit where you like, ah, right, he coming on his team, we following him. We following his lead because he's been there, done that, and he knows what it takes to win. I'm, yo, uh, man, listen. Y'all can go. I'm done. I got to be honest with you. That's my son. I politics to get him on his team. I already know. This guy's A1, day one. Luck is tough. And um, I got to be honest with you, man. Him recruiting the Dory and him just being a silent killer at this point in time, just nice and silent. I love that guy too. Oh yeah, because I can't remember who. But um, that's another one that we're gonna have to watch out for. They're gonna yo, this shit is gonna be ridiculous on that back end, and we know it. Barring injury, we know this. And then the front end is already looking like they trying to slap and kick and punch. So I love every bit of this football. If you, this is going to be the last dying breed of this particular essence. 
because this is going to continue to die down, die, die out, die out, because they're going to want these people to move like robots all the way to the way they're just going to have to make this shit virtual, right? To where it's like, yo, these guys are physical specimens. They haven't been able to clash and hit for a long time. First day, bounce shot. You got to get it in. There was probably some shit talking in between that. Who knows? But that's the essence of the team, and that's how you start building and knowing people. It's a brand new team, right? Every year it's this way. So I love it, man. I love it. I love that guy, man. You know one, one more thing, man. He's a fucking leader, leader. One more thing. One more thing, and I'm sorry, Black. But think about and this I was shit. Anyway. And then I'm out. I'm out. I'm out on this one. But think about this shit. Yo, they didn't have a camp in two years, B. Mm. It's a camp now. And it's going down. Let me get, can I get in here real quick? Can I ask you yeah, a yeah, question? Absolutely. What, what do you do you think do you think the presence of uh Tech LC and maybe had a little bit of influence, maybe they got in the ear a little bit and like, yeah, y'all need to toughen them up a little bit. Maybe they were kinda like Feeling that, you know, that's part of the Giants' way. Because I kind of read, like, you know, I kind of read between the lines. I heard, you know, some about, them, you know, like he really thinks, you know, they need the team needs to be a little bit tougher. And uh, I know for us coming through, we always wanted to have our team tough. So sometimes we would intensely pick fights. I'm thinking, you know, maybe they uh, kind of got, the, you know, talking that may have gotten the air a little bit about, you know, t- Ingram specifically, toughing his ass up. But uh, you think that may be a possibility? <laughs> it happened during OCU and Yura calling the practice. Bob Papa and OCU and Yura did the actual practice. OCU and Yura was doing the analytics, letting everybody know, like us, like each group, each position group defensively, like what they're doing, how to hit the pads, how to hit the bag, how to come around yeah, the corner, how to put spin moves on, and. If the brawl took place while they were while he was doing the analytics with Bob Papa. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering if you think they had any influence on it. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, to, to me, know what the fuck is. I I take all that uh, into account. I I think that them coming into the building, you know, what I'm saying, um, the players seeing them. You you already know that's like um that's like being in high school and 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 the team that won before a year or two before and then they come back to the school you like yeah you know what I'm saying like you want to listen to these dudes you know what I mean you looking up to these dudes so them coming back into the building yeah I think it definitely woke these players up like let's get it let's let's get riled up but not only that yo know, the again they didn't have camp in two fucking years, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot of animosity, bro. That's a lot of testosterone, son. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. You heard what Logan Ryan said? He said, my job is to toughen him up, make it as hard on him every day as possible. Him and Daniel. Every day. That's what I. That's what I was. That's what I was kind of reading between the lines, like almost like that was what they were being told. Y'all need to make sure that these dudes is you know is battle tested. Because that's what we did to our offense. 
We made sure they was battle tested. So when they by the time they seen another team, they was like, "Fuck y'all, man! We've been battling with you know, with the beast for weeks." Right. So I just kind of feel like the maybe our veterans kind of saying, "Yeah, man, make sure they you know battle tested." I ain't saying they had a direct order, but maybe you know, the influence in uh, was there. You know, who knows? But either way, I think it's necessary, and I'm glad it happened. And I, do, I really and don't think the judge has a big problem with it at all. I really don't. No, I, mean, I think that's what he's supposed to say politically. He has a woman no. mentality as well, OG. God damn, He said, I've been a part of two Super Bowls. I've been a part of winning. I know what's going on. I've been in tough locker rooms, and I know what it takes to win. And that's what he's bringing to this entire defense. I won before. And I'm going to show you guys what it takes. He said, I am the leader of the, of the defensive backs. I am the leader. That's what I love. He said he's a leader on this team. He ain't even specified defensive backs. He said, I'm the leader on this team. No, he, he said defense. He said it. Because he spoke about Blake Martinez and Bradbury. Yeah, uh, not defensive backs, but he's the leader on this team. He knows what it takes to win, and that's what needs to be done. And that's good. I, I, I listened to that interview six times, bro. Yeah, I think they really feel like they need to t- toughen England's tongue ass up. The thing that yeah. I like about this, the thing that I like about it is that it happened. Early, early, like it didn't take no a while. It didn't take weeks on them where they grueling and they tired and then they frustrated and all that shit. And that's why they fought. That's always good too, but for it to happen this early, that's not fatigue. That's not anger. That's competitiveness. That is, I'm coming and we are coming to win. Ain't no fucking slouching here. And this shit going to be something good for their chemistry and camaraderie going forward. Like, I am so happy it happened this early. And shit, the first day of fucking full pass practice? Come on, bro. Let's go. Remember what you asked me, Shane. Remember what you asked me last week. You said, yo, E, what you looking forward to when it comes to the practices and training camps? I said, I'm waiting for my first Bro, uh, I already I remember, and I when it happened, and I said, "Damn, the first full day of practice, like he got this shit already." Like there you go, already. That's all I was like waiting that. for. I said, "I want to see who gonna push who, who gonna be mad at who, and who's gonna act a fool." The whole goddamn team. That's the answer. He said he was on the bottom of the pile. He said, "I don't know what happened after I did what I did." Cause I was at the bottom of the top, and I believe in my heart that Daniel Jones ran up on him. Now I like all that shit, and I'm making fun of the shit that you know what I mean. Daniel Jones is on the ground, but I what I don't like about it is is how the fuck did y'all let this quarterback get on the ground, bro? Like, like. I get the brawl and the fighting and all, but y'all don't, y'all don't have nothing in y'all mind to say, all right, but hold on, y'all. 
Daniel was in this motherfucker. Hold on, y'all. Well, how would they know they if he probably, ran he to the cell? He, he, he ran to the jail. He probably ran his fellow down. I ran the cell down in the goddamn crowd. Now we're going to take away, away from him. He in a red jersey, y'all. He in a red jersey. Just like he ran in that open field when he when he was trying to touch down, probably fell in the damn crowd just like that. Stumbling, bumbling up in that zone. Yeah, it's all right. We love him for it, though. We love him for it. He all right. You know what I'm saying? He's been getting some respect. So it's just all good, man. Shit. Just it all. Nah, man. It's great, man. And then, um, real quick, I just want to say, man, motherfucking. With the Lakers is building over there. I, man, I, I can't wait to see this Brooklyn LA Lakers finals, man. It's inevitable to me now. It's inevitable, Yo, okay? Inevitable. Yeah. You know what's up? Mellow, baby. Mellow. You know what's up? Okay. Listen. Mellow. But hey, cre- creepy, creepy team, though. Creepy team. Chicago Bulls. Listen. Lonzo Ball and DeRozan. Oh, my God. That's crazy. But go ahead, E. You got it. Listen, no, I wanna I wanna make sure that we get it right here, right now. If they make the final, we have to we have to meet up for at least one game. If Brooklyn and LA makes the finals, we have to meet up for at least one game, bro. One. Because we'll never see this again, first of all. It's, it's, it's never going to be seen in the history of the NBA again. And it's just it's just crazy. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm not even going to get on the whole Westbrook, Mellow, and all that. You know who the sleeper is, bro, that they picked up? That Malik Monk kid from Charlotte. If y'all don't know who that kid is, man, please just go to YouTube and help yourself get educated. That boy is nice. He's nice. Wait, wait till wait till the regular season starts. Y'all gonna be like, yo, who this monk kid? Okay. Low management shakes, so don't be mad though, because I know you. When it comes down to the NBA and our NBA um fantasy, low management. I'm telling you now, both teams is coming off injury, and in order for them to make the finals, they're going to have to do a shitload of load management. So your young players and, and my young players are going to have to carry it and hold it down because the veterans stay getting injured. AD has been injured the last two years. So is LeBron. KD's looking like he's back in form, killing them in the Olympics. Uh-huh. Yo, we just, I just seen and just found out we lost Benway to the Wizards. But we got most of our motherfucking picks back and shit that we did with the Houston and shit and all that. But, uh, that, that's the blow, man. It is. Benway is nice. Yo, he carries, he can carry a team for 20 to 30 games. That was a big blow. Because he allows low management for Kyrie, and he can carry a team. Like I said, he's a starter on any team in this league. 
That boy is bad. That is a bad boy, man. Yeah, yeah. And real quick towards That's you, Shay. So you can so you can start laughing because you see how much I hate it. What I tell you about the Knicks? What I tell you? Fucking what, what I tell you? What I, no, not even that. Okay, I get it. Kimba's here. But guess what? Now the offense has to run through mm. him. Is Julius Randle going to be able to adjust to that? See, R.J. Barrett could play with that because that Jalen Brown is that similar type of player that Kimba and Tatum is able to rock with. See, Julius Randle is not that off-the-ball player. Now Kimba Walker is going to be the one with the ball in his hand. So can Julius play with that pause? Can he adjust? It's going to be him that has to adjust. But last but not least, and I'm leaving it alone, Evan Fournier, what the fuck do you go out and sign Evan Fournier for? You don't even know who he is, do you? Yeah, I know who he is. What is he? He played play with the man. You don't even right? know who he is. He played with Orlando. He played with Orlando, right? No, he he was there for a second. He was in Boston last year. Wouldn't even know, right? Mm-hmm. Walker. Yeah, I say he played in Orlando. I ain't say he played. Yeah, in Orlando, yeah, yeah. I, and I say yeah, he was there, and then was in Boston last year. Why would you spend oh, that much money Mills? on that too? Patty Mills, I can throw some money by damn Yo, so e, What do you think about the team in a whole? For real? He got I know you're not feeling this story. But as a, in a whole, how are you feeling about the New York Knicks as a team? Like, because I know we still, the, you know, we still need some big names. Paul, I just, I, I just don't understand why you go out and get sixteen point guards. I just don't understand yeah. that. Shit. Like, yeah, I, they were trying to for me. I will real. never understand it. Shout out to OG Drop. You got the kid. You got yeah, the kid jelling. And Emmanuel quickly. You got Jalen. You got. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm about to take Jalen Rose. You know what I'm saying? You got Derrick Rose playing in a youthful way. You got your backcourt set. You went out and drafted two more guards and then just picked up Kemba Walker again, again, to add to a seven-guard rotation. You got a seven-guard rotation with two power forwards and two centers. One step forward and two fucking shots in the head. I just can't, man. I just can't. The Knicks will be the seventh seed this year in the playoffs. The seventh seed. You understand? Seven. Mm. Hey. Damn, we got some motherfucking shooters. We need a big man. Where's a big man at? That's how I'm feeling right now. I think we just, I'm looking at him. I'm like, yo, I think the stand is not that bad. But we just, it's Thibodeau, man. You said Thibodeau, man. But, yo, y'all don't like balling. Um, but y'all don't like balling DeRozan in Chicago? I want to see how that works out because him and Zach Levine are similar players. I want to see how that works out. 
They both are athletic as hell. They can jump from the free throw line. They can shoot threes. And Zach Levine stepped up his entire ability to score and play defense the last two years to the point where he's an all-star. And we all know DeRozan has been on that level. That's what's sneaky, bro. That's what's sneaky, y'all. That's a great defensive team that can score. That's great. And how do you feel about the Lakers getting your boy, Mr. Kendrick Nunn? What's up? Oh, man? you get low when it comes to another team. I ain't mad at back. all. I ain't mad at all. My boy's got all the depot back. I'm good. And he stay healthy. Because that's been his problem for the last three years. Oh, man. Who you talking? on some Kyrie shit, man. They great, but can they stay on the fucking court, man? And guess what? You, that is going to be the question for the Lakers and the Nets. And let's talk about it. People don't want to talk about it, but I am. The Geritol crew for L.A. is going to have to do a lot to keep themselves healthy. Yo, they disrespectful. They disrespectful on ESPN. They call that to hit the retirement home. I'm like, oh, shit, Ooh. that's fucked up. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> It's real though. They're old as hell. They old as shit. They said they the, they might be they gonna um possibly be the oldest team in a, in NBA history, bro. Man, yo, the fuck? They ain't never lie, bro. They ain't never lie. That's why you gotta have a Kendrick yeah. Nunn. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have a Malik Monk. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta have it. Motherfucker says a retirement home. Damn. One dude got so disrespectful, he called them the Golden Girls at the NBA. Yeah, I seen that shit too. <laughs> he called them the Golden Girls. What the fuck? And put wigs on Dwight Howard. Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James, the Blanche in them, the old wigs, <laughs> bugging out. That's just funny, though. It is. I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron James only played 60 games in the regular season. If that. Oh, the German child goes to Philly? Oh, no. Oh, no, he already did. He is? Oh, my God. Yeah, he already did. You know him and Embiid don't like each other, right? Well, he just was just saying dapping up and shit. Yeah. What I'm, no, I'm saying, like, previous to this right here, mm-hmm. the beef was real between them. Probably Embiid was like, yo, showing yeah. them dapping up and shit. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, you ain't never going to be on this level. He said, get through 46 yeah. minutes first. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, shout-outs to Stephen Curry for being the first player to, to get um, two max deals with the team and got his money today. 
That's crazy, bro. You made over four hundred million just in NBA money. Mm, mm, mm. Just give just give us the fifteen part. Like you could keep the other two hundred. Just give Black E L R P Shake. Can we get the fifteen? Yo, over four hundred million. What's that? Three million a piece? Oh shit, we yes. good. <laughs> yes. Oh shit. Yes, bro. Yo, we are good. He robbed every team, bro. Why would you pay him that much, man? He ain't do shit for you. I'm not even getting involved. They like, look, man, he going to retire a goddamn warrior. He's the best thing that they had since sliced bread. Can I tell you something, Rock? I think he went back to Phoenix. The amount of the amount of money that he brings to that arena. That's why he can afford to get two hundred and fifteen million. The amount of money he brings to that arena is crazy. Maybe we can get a haircut now, man. Like that beard is fucked. He could talk to his wife about some things too. Just sit her down for a second. You know, like baby, look, we got we got over four hundred million in the bag, and that ain't even from the other things that we got going on. Just calm it down. You know what I'm saying? Yo, sit listen down. to this age. Like, look, look, listen to the ages, y'all. Other ladies. Carmelo, thirty-seven. LeBron, thirty-six. Gasol, thirty-six. Ariza, thirty-six. Dwight Howard, 35. Ellington, 33. Baysmore, 32. Russell Westbrook, 32. AD, 28. Nunn, 26. Monk, 23. Then I got that little rookie at 20. I'd be surprised if half them dudes ain't heard by that halfway more in the season. <laughs> half them dudes going to be heard.
of the live broadcast, I should say. Uh, I know what I need to do. To continue to listen on, download the rest. The single mind, baby. All right, so who y'all feeling like? What's going on right now? Does the, 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 the ship happen? Is the west still the west? Is the east the east still better? What happened here? All right, man. West still the best. East still the least. Okay. <laughs> I gotta get a beat, man. All right, baby. Yeah. Look like it'll be like a Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philly dominant again on the east. And for the West, man, they going everybody battling it out. <laughs> everybody. Well, who do you think is coming out of the East, man? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Let me tell you something, bro. I mean, other than the Nets, man. I mean, goddamn. No, it's no, it's no other than the Nets, son. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Ain't no other. <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA championship, and we was busting their ass. Wit hurt, motherfuckers. We the best. We the best. We the best. You don't look like the best, man. Ain't no competition. Stay healthy. That's all I'm saying. They'll be all right. But they're going to bully everybody in the East. That's what you're saying? Listen. Stay healthy. Much. We know what it is. They stay healthy. Nobody has a chance in hell. That's a fact. That's a fact. I will not go against anything ever when it comes to that. Stay healthy. I'm even if two of the three stay healthy, nobody has a chance. Motherfuckers couldn't fucking hold. It was only one left, bro. And we still could have won that shit. Now, as far as the Lakers... They're gonna have a tougher road, but I think they're just too dominant for the for the West. Like I think they're the dominant of the dominant, <laughs> and it's gonna be rough, man, because there's a lot of teams on that West. But I just think that they on the upper echelon, man. But I, I, they have to be. As old as they is, they only got a two year window. Make sure I got this on record. Three. Ready? Mm-hmm. The New Jersey Nets do not win one Stop being disrespectful. championship in the three years. If they do not win one, it will be the greatest 
combusting situation ever known in the NBA to mankind. If they do not win one in three years, they got two left. They will be the most talked about group of players in the biggest epic sale in that team's history. Mm. But you can say the same thing about the Lakers this year. They putting together a dream team of old ass players. Taking that shit over Again, I guarantee you. <laughs> listen to me, J Rock. I am nowhere near in denial of that. Let's draw but the guess line, what? baby. But guess what? Let's draw the line, AD, man. AD AD has already that. run it. LeBron has already run it. Mm-hmm. They already won it. They got one. Draw the lines the in the hand, baby. Draw the lines in the sand. J-Rock, you with me? You over here with the Nets? All right, they won it, right? But why they get rid of Dwight? Now they're going to bring him back. Why they get rid of him in the first place? The same reason why we cut, we brought in Joe Looney, and then he retired. It just looked good. But he didn't retire. He went to another team. He was like, fuck you. We don't need you. Yeah. And guess what? And then the kid would be like, okay, come on. We're going to ship. Right. That's, you know the, that's, the way, that's the way we do things. That's the way we do things. You know? Hey, listen, Dwight. We understand you got some things going on, transgender craziness. You know what I mean? It's Cali. We, we, we okay with it out here. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Right. You feel me? What you do outside of basketball does not matter to us at all. Just, you know, color your hair gold again like how you was, you know, with a little purple in it. Do what hey, you Joe, do. This motherfucker ain't wasting no time neither, y'all. He said, oh, I get to go back to L.A.? You know that's motherfucking trans, trans land right there. Of course. Oh, he booked his ticket and, and, and them. And them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you got to refer to us, uh, them, Probably why he's playing the best basketball in his life, though. You know what I'm saying? That's probably why. Right. why he's playing the best ball in his life. Right, y'all over here thinking it's a chick at the, at the, at, at the court. Well, hold on, hold on, now, real quick. You know we got to get into some of this because this is just what we do. What y'all think about the baby and all of this thing as that boy went on that stage and went crazy? What y'all think about that? No comment. I'm going to just be quiet. Mm-hmm. I'll, get, I'm gonna get, I'll get too personal. So I'm he not had gonna... rolling loud, John. He had to, he had to apologize. Yeah, yeah, you know how that. we do, man. You know how we do it, man. Fuck that, boy. We got to do that for the coaches. <laughs> because I mean, ultimately, realistically, what the what, what the society is telling us is that it's okay to do all of the other messages and imagery, except this. Right? You can kill the inverts. You could temper hole. You could do all the rest of it, even though there is a black empowerment for women and you know that type of thing. But they, this music is still prevalent. You know, that's all I want. We put a whole bunch of derogatory things when it comes to hoes and thots. I'm not going to say women. We just say hoes and thots. So 
when it comes to him saying things about people who are suffering from so-called uh, this strain of HIV or whatever they created in that lab, um, and the actual lifestyle of the letter gang, you can't touch certain elements, but other elements you can touch. That's what I got from it. That's my premise. You know what I'm saying? In society, in which we already know, you, you knew this already, but it's really blatant and it's in your face. And so I like it, to be honest with you. I like it because you get to see the juxtaposed and people get to have conversations in which need to be had because all of this stuff goes and lies under the rug because nobody is willing to have these type of things in conversation. And this kid began it. He began his statement like, I'm built for this, I'm built for this, until somebody got in the way and was like, all right, you can't fight these people because they like to kill you. You know what I mean? They're getting bigger. You can't do it. The real brothers ain't going to step up as these people destroy you. You know what I mean? But that's what black guy, but that's all, you know what I mean? That's what I got yeah. from it. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna go ahead and, you know, get on the agenda aspect of it, but it's just what it is. So but it's kind of a double standard, right? Like he can't say what he wanna say mm-hmm. because a, a certain group of people won't like that shit. Fuck that. Why yeah, can't he so say what he that lets you know that Everybody the Constitution is in the toilet. There's no first amendment. Right? That's crazy. And all I I felt like he shouldn't even apologize. The only reason why he apologized because he got, you know, he got shit to do with money, and he didn't want to lose that. Of that, that he was des- they were destroying all of his money, all of those festivals, those tours. They were just yeah. taking him and canceling all of that shit. You know what I mean? So I understand it's a business thing, it's, and what happens is, unfortunately, your, your perspective and the way you may feel about life. If you're a brand, you can't you can't you can't tell the people that, not unless you're an unapologetic brand, which means you have to be a low key brand. But this guy is a high marquee piece. He just finished what he was he, he um what he what was it, the Espies? He uh he was the host of the Espies. He just did something really, really big, crazy. He did a great job. So, you know what I mean? It's before he could even get to that, that point, unfortunately he got a little too Boisterous on stage and uh, trying to cancel the kid. I really like that kid. I like that kid. Pause. But yeah, I just wanted to tap that right quick, Charles. You know what I mean? But uh, we can get back to that regular scheduled program. True. So, I mean, the Lakers, the Lakers are going to win a chip. All about health, black. Again, both teams. Well, we're saying the same thing about the Nets, right? Yeah, but the Lakers more so than the Nets. I personally don't see a lot of contributions coming from dudes like Ariza. You know what I mean? I'm just being honest. But the fact that the fact that Carmelo Anthony gets a chance to just do the best, to do what he does best. He doesn't have to handle the ball. He doesn't have to do anything except come off the bench, spot up and shoot, and and, and make it happen. He has the easiest life that he could ever have at 37. I like this. He gets set and shoot. Yeah, I like this, Carmelo. Yes. 
catch and shoot. But he a ball hog though. He don't like the pilots. Shit. He ain't that. that but that, them days have been dead Them days been over. He didn't die. He died with them days. Yeah, he, still, he still be chucking though. That's the Carmelo I remember. Right. Oh, and let me tell you something. That was that was three teams ago too. <laughs> that 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 is it. After three teams of, of being he, he a ball be hog too. No. He can't. You could never chuck it with Damian Lillard and C.J. McCullough. Never. I'm talking about when he get in there. No. He catch and shoot. That's it. Fourth option. Chucking that shot. Football. Yeah. Man, he got Yo, his son nice, too. Yo, his son dead nice, too, and he play like him. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see it happening. Like I'm, I'm with you. E. If if they stay healthy, but I don't think they can stay healthy for a full 82 and playoffs, make it to the chip and win with everybody. I just, I, I don't see it, man. This is they. I'm gonna tell you right now, right? We'll know by the All Star break. By the All Star break, we'll know exactly what's going on. Somebody's gonna be hurt by the half. Forty-one games in, somebody gonna be at least two or three people gonna be hurt. They got to sit out. And this is and right, <laughs> and that's what I need to see. Because teams are going to do exactly what the West Coast has always been about: run and gun. If we can get these old motherfuckers tired, we will win. <laughs> Let's see what happens. You saw what Phoenix did. <laughs> don't have Carmelo out there. He don't play no damn defense. First of all, you don't even have to worry about him. You you know what you getting when you when he's on the floor. Who Carmelo got? Okay, so we know whoever that is, he's gonna have twenty five. What else we got? Exactly. <laughs> Carmelo's way. Yeah, There's a twenty five. Yeah, right, right. It's a negative <laughs> sign and twenty five on his face, and a positive sign and twenty five on the other player profile. He's plus twenty five for the other team. So we gotta figure out what's going on after that. But I do say this, Brock. It's gonna be exciting. LA is gonna be rocking. And I cannot wait to see the first game versus the Clippers because of that sucker shit that Kawhi Leonard did. Did y'all hear about that or not? No. no. Oh. Let's get right into it. So Russell Westbrook called Kawhi Leonard two years ago when they were both free agents and said, yo, let's go to the Clippers together. Kawhi Leonard never got back to Russell Westbrook. Instead, called Paul George and said, yo, come to L.A. with me and recruited Paul George to the Clippers and left Russell Westbrook hanging. 
Mm. Wow. Are they friends? No, not anymore. Not after that. That's the yeah, huge talk for them. They got, they got, the, yo, they got the rat face on Kwahi, all that, bro. Like a lot of stuff mm. comes out about this dude, man. I just, I personally don't like him. Y'all know that. I think, you know, I respect him. He's a great player, but he ain't nothing, ain't nothing impressive to me. I'm good with that. But I can't wait to see how they go at each other. Oh, and don't get it twisted. The three regular season games that I cannot wait to see is when the Nets play the Lakers, the Clippers play the Lakers. Yeah, those three. Those, those, those two. Because you know that same thing about with Durant, about I can't win with him. Can't win with him. Can't play with him. Remember, he left mm. Russ. Remember? James mm-hmm. Harden. Can't win with him. Can't play with him. He left Russ. So think of all the players that Russell Westbrook had around him that are teammates now and left him alone. Remember, he was teammates with Paul George when Kawhi Leonard did that. So I cannot wait to see how he carries that personal vendetta. And y'all know who Russell Westbrook is, so I don't have to say nothing. Y'all know what he about. Wait till he get on the floor and the game starts. I'm going to see how he gel with LeBron. Yo, oh yeah. You're going to see. That's going to be interesting. Talk about it. Talk about it, man. Is he going to jail with LeBron or no? LeBron can jail with anybody, bro. LeBron can jail with anybody. That's the thing. Are you willing to follow him? Black Wilson. said he don't know. I don't know. Russell Wilson on some other shit. Some other shit, bro. Yeah, bro, but listen, we're going to see. Think about it. This is your last hurrah. You've never won a championship. All your boys have went on to make it deep in the playoffs that have left you and said they can't play with you. Here's your chance to prove to the world, coming back home to your hometown, how have you grown up? That's all it's going to take is for him to say, you know what? I know what I can do on the floor, but let me make exactly. sure I do it with us. But he wants, all right. But he wants to be the superstar, right? He wants to be that dude. How's he going to share that spot? With I'm going to tell you right now. When you got champions that you are joining, it's a different type of thought process. So you could you go to Washington him. and act like that. He can't do that in LA. He knows he can't do that here. And that's what's going to make it work. He knows he cannot do that in LA. Right? He knows. Certain things you know. He knows. If I come to the Lakers and act any kind of way that I used to act, Hmm. I am going to destroy myself. 
he is not stupid enough to do that. I think you guys will see the yeah. best. That's, that's, that's that's he, but you talk yeah, about he, he ain't going to get out the LeBron's team. He ain't no team-oriented player, man. That dude about self, man. He, he ain't, ain't going to do that on the LeBron's team, man. He's not going to do that. He's going to see some shit where he thinks he ain't getting the ball enough, and it's going to be some shit. Watch. I'm telling you. I'm going to tell you that. And then, but then that kind of, you know what I mean, that kind of makes it um, a humbling moment where it's like, dude, it, it might be me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm coming on to a team that wins. I'm coming on to a team that has one of the greatest NBA players in history. You know what I'm saying? I can't come on this team and act a fool or act an ass because now I can't point the, the and direct the fingers at nobody else but myself. I'm going to have to motherfucking use the dumb now. That's going to be a revelation. He's going to come in there thinking he's the man and shit, and then he's going he gonna to have to get sat down and talk. Hey, right. Yeah, he's gonna come to like, I can't do this shit by myself. Everybody knows when you play on a LeBron James team, two things. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Because you will not be around for long. I guarantee everybody knows that. Sit down. Shut up. He kind of he kind of has to take the Harden approach. You know what right. I mean, when Harden went to the Nets, he had to humble himself. Like, all right, I'm a, I'll, I'll be the third wheel. I'll be the third man. Yeah, and I feel like Westbrook is going to do the same thing, bro. And I feel Westbrook going to do the same thing. And I believe he sat down and shut the fuck up. Say that again. What team it, it comes to the point where, uh, what, what, what's that guy, uh, what he asked him? You want to win, don't you? <laughs> well, I agree with the brother. I mean, I, I was of that opinion too, Rock. But at this stage, I think, you know what I mean, you, you got you to gotta bow sooner or later. Like, motherfucker can't bow cool. forever. You'd be out there by yourself. Yeah. And then you in man. L.A., Rock. He's in L.A. He's going to be playing for the biggest market team he's ever played for in his life. And it's his home he's team. Body, right? It's his hometown. Street in the body, Rock. Street in the body, Rock. I'm just expressing what I've seen from this man all these years. It ain't, it ain't what y'all talking about. <laughs> listen. Listen to what I'm saying, right? Listen to what I'm saying. All of his friends, right, have uh-huh. <laughs> moved on and are not his friends no more. I want you to think about his friends, right? Just think about his friends, bro. I think he also they grew in the Washington hey, for real. He played up, different. Hold up, hold up, though. Think about it, though, for real, on E's point, though, yo. All his friends done left him. They left him. Now, hold up. Together. 
opportunity. Then on top of that, you got a bunch of veterans who will put you in your place. Russell Westbrook cannot act like that towards LeBron James. He cannot act like that towards Carmelo Anthony. He definitely ain't getting crazy with nobody else outside of, like, Trevor Reeves and them. He ain't talking to them crazy or nothing like that. And that's the thing. He's surrounded by dudes that have been in this league, and, yo, this is our last chance, especially Melo. This is Melo's last chance, bro. <laughs> this is like, yo, you, are, you sound like you wanted to cry. This is last chance, y'all. Because <laughs> a part of me is hurting because of the fact that it's over. Yo, it's over. It's over. If Melo don't get it this year, it's over, bro. It's time to retire. It's time to, time to cut the braids. It's time, it's time to get the la-la. It's over. It's over, bro. It's over. But yeah, and when you when you in a locker room full of these guys, yo, you have a respect. They're your peers. It's not like you gotta teach a motherfucker something. You gotta teach a young buck, and you like, ah, oh, man, come on, man, I gotta worry about this shit, and I gotta worry about motherfucker babysitting you too. Like no, like he's in a fucking locker room with motherfuckers that's been there and done that. Exactly. And who you think really coaching this team? You think Frank Vogel is coaching this team? He might as well put an accent spot on his face when it comes to the team picture. Frank Vogel ain't coaching shit. He just there. We know what the coach is. He's the coach, player, CEO. You know what it is. How you get rid of all the dudes who made you mad in the playoffs? How you do, yo, yo, he got rid of everybody that did not perform in the playoffs. Mm-mm-mm. Yo, motherfucker, he made what sure Kuzma mean? was in the first transaction, too. Kuzma, get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Take your hair and whatever fucking color you want to dye it and just get it the fuck out of here. <laughs> the fuck out of here, like down now, down. That motherfucker sent them that, sent them to New Orleans. Nah, yeah. then he go to um, the Wizards. Sent them to Washington. He went to Washington. He sent them to the East Coast. Oh, somewhere where you die. That's where your career dies. Poor Bradley Bill. I want Bradley Bill to get up out of there so good. KCP gonna have a he gonna be straight. He good. But when the fuck is wizard the wizards ever gonna yo come on bro. I'm I'm, I'm gonna ask you this, yo. You you think that in the next ten years you think you will be able to say the Washington Wizards won the NBA Finals? Nope. I know. Just like the New York Knicks, the miraculous shit is going to have to happen. <laughs> it's just those teams you put together, bro. The Knicks, the Wizards, <laughs> like the, Knicks, bro. <laughs> the 
the Pelicans. Charlotte. Charlotte. I ain't really feeling that. Mm-hmm. Black. You know what I mean? Nah, he's not you know what I'm man. I could it's see the Knicks doing something, bro. I could see the Knicks doing something. They got a lot of pieces. Oh, now you can see us doing that. You can see us out here doing now. Superstar. Now you can see us doing something now? Yeah, they just need a superstar, no, man. Yeah, we do, though. I always, you know, every year right. I try to convince E. Every year nope. I try to convince E. Every year. Every year. And you notice that ain't no convincing because it ain't happening. I know. That's why. That's what makes it so funny. That's why I do it every year. <laughs> well, it's, it's just the dollar factor, that's it? Or Yo, you, I'm you know, telling you, Black, Black, I'm telling you, it's James Dolan. I'm telling you, bro, there's something going on in that building. The way he treats former players, the way that he doesn't welcome the players back that carried the franchise for all of them years. You ever notice Patrick Ewan is never in the building? Mark Jackson is mm. never in the building? You ever notice that? I don't be seeing John Starks and none of them motherfuckers. None of them, bro. It's probably like some old, old dudes, like from back in the day day. Right. Streetwell is never in the building. Like back, Johnson is back, never in the building. Back when they was wearing afros with the short shorts and shit. You know what I'm saying? Some dudes like don't step back in the building. Because of the fact of the, his treatment towards them. He banned Charles Oakley for life from the garden, bro. That's crazy, man. And you think you're going to do that? Yeah, and rest that play dude. We banned him for life. Banned him for life, bro. Charles Oakley cannot walk do? back in Madison Square Garden. Simply, oh, yeah. dude. He got into some type of argument or whatever with Dolan or whatever. Like, the guards or something, right? Or one of the security guards told him that I think he had something, something. And they told him to put it away or he did something. Like, he started fighting with him. They kicked him out. Yeah. Word, bro. All because that man was in the right. Because he said he didn't Somebody know who that man was. Right. What's the problem? Somebody must have violated him. Think about it, brothers. How come Mark Jackson has never been the coach of the New York Knicks? How come Patrick Ewan has never been the coach of the New York Knicks? Huh? <laughs> you know who was in the building? Not even a short state. Alan Houston. Houston. Right. Alan Houston was vice president of player operations. And at some point, that ended as well. That's crazy that John Starks and all of these boys, Gerald Wilkins, they don't even see Gerald Wilkins no more. Look at all of the players, bro. Charlie Ward, Marcus Camby. Where is all of these dudes? Hmm. Exactly, Tim. Exactly. The Knicks are going to have to build through the draft and get dumbass niggas like Evan Fleming. So you really ain't showing the draft at all. I hate that. Yo, Black, let me tell you something, man. I hate that move more than anything in the world. And if you go watch this nigga on YouTube, all right, you said Evan Turner? Evan Fournier. Oh, oh, uh, that's what I thought you said the first time. 
But yeah. just this now, I thought you just said turn, and I was like, oh, 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 oh that's no, him. No. Him? Oh. Nah, he aight. Yeah, he is. No, he is. Yeah, he is very. He, I would have been okay with that. When instead yeah. we get that. For Well, fucking foreign, yay, fornication. Yo, listen, Jay, what is he, a shooting guard? No, just go to YouTube and look at his whole indecent situation. He the only dude that got a shape up around his entire head with a baldy in his scalp. (laughs) He has a shape up. But a ball be every like his whole head receded and they and he has a shape up though. That's <laughs> 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 Shout out to Nacho, man. He was with us for a second, but he dropped off. That's true. Shout out to Nacho in the box of cheese. That's a He probably was happy and shit. Aaron Rodgers sold up the camp and shit. All jokey-jokey with his players and all that good shit. Let me tell you something, Shakes. That boy is still hurting off the NBA Finals. Don't let him fool you. You knew that was your only chance to. It's over. The Phoenix Suns will never win an NBA championship. That was your only chance. (laughs) You only get one shot. (laughs) <laughs> hey, done, done. Ain't Aaron Rodgers done, in the Milwaukee Bucks? You said what? Aaron Rodgers like a See how Giannis did that? J Rock? What J Rock say? Took it down here. Yeah, I hear me. No, I hear you. Now. I said Aaron Rodgers is minority owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. So yeah, he, he got he got some um, yeah, he got some some stake in that, bro. Mm-hmm. He got some stake in that. And you see how Giannis did that? You see how Giannis took advantage of what was going on in his situation? Played a team that got injured, right? Did what he had to do, stepped to his business, then played a healthy team in the finals, and look what happened. He knew what was going down. He said, you know what? This is my only chance, and if I don't get it now, it may not ever happen again. See what he did. You only get one. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest finals games ever played in the history of the NBA. 50. He put a 50 stack on them. Oh. Uh, what was that called? Oh, I was saying I was watching. 
something on um, Darius Winston and shit over there in New Orleans and shit. And y'all think he gonna revive his career over there? <laughs> did you see? That's did you my see son. Gone with his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was so funny, yo. <laughs> yo, like yo. This man has to be the most clumsiest, most funniest motherfucking quarterback in history, man. You know what black And the way he talked and everything, you know, it's just, it's just so funny. Black Eli. I didn't know he talked like that. Jameis Winston scared me. <laughs> Next to it throughout the whole year. 
if it came down to it, I would pick James Winston up instead of Taysom. Even Taysom. You know why, right? You know you're going to get them points because he's going to throw that guy. Man, it's going to Yay. I do not Sunday. control. I do not control the order of the picks. That is all computer generated. So don't come come to me saying how I'm come on picking tenth or how come I'm picking eighth. Mm-hmm. That shit. Mm-hmm. They're stacking the deck against me, y'all. Y'all see it already, right? Oh, man. I don't know. He is the most seriously serious. Yo. The people see it, y'all. Oh, man. That's it. That's it. Can't do it. Can't play with it. Can't draft with him. <laughs> that good at that, y'all. <laughs> Watch out for that his place in every draft. Just Watch mind your business for a wall day, That's all I'm saying. <laughs> mind your business for a wall. That's it. Well, that's right. You know about wall. Yeah. That's why I said mind your business. That's <laughs> why well, I said mind your business. I, I noticed the last couple of years. Right. Just just chill out. You know what I'm saying? Evan Ingram's out there. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, y'all go ahead and live with your son now. Go ahead and live with him. Nah, leave him for me. Let me let me eat. Let me eat, y'all. Let me eat, y'all. Hey, yo, Black City, who your first pick, though? I don't know. Thinking about that. I'm thinking about what I'm going to set. I don't know, but... Mario, how are you? We got you Sunday. I'm huh? trying to know who you about to pick so I can pick him. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you, motherfucker. <laughs> Let me know who you going to pick. But why do you think I'm going to tell you, though? Because we're supposed to be friends. Well, why are you not telling me? Because I don't like you in the fantasy world, bro. Oh... I gotta be honest with you. That just sounded so double-sided. <laughs> you, I can't believe you see me this way. But we friends, though, bro. Nah, you, nah, not what you talking about. That that angle don't sound like that shit to me, sir. <laughs> that sounds like the usability. Trying to have man. Here, man. <laughs> Well, I 
Saquon. 